Welcome to the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Julie Boyer, and I'm so excited to share with you some incredible interviews with wonderful entrepreneurs, business owners, and amazing people in my life that are practicing gratitude, self-love, and living with kindness. I also sprinkle in a few solo episodes, and occasionally you'll see family members join in for the fun as well. I'm wondering if you knew that I wrote a book. Yep, I wrote a book called 30 Days of Gratitude, the gratitude program that will change your life. And although this book was written a number of years ago, the concepts in the book are still really valid today. And what it is, it's a 30-day program where every day it's a different idea or lesson or something that you can implement in your life to help you to practice gratitude or to help change some of your habits or do some life planning and dream boards. All of that stuff is included in the book. So if you're curious, uh, the easiest way to find the book is actually through my website, wakeupwithgratitude.com. Just check out the shop and the book is actually the first item there. You can order the book also from Amazon worldwide. It's also available as a Kindle and it's available as a Kindle en français. So if you speak French and you would like to read the book, it is available as a Kindle. Now that I've shared my book, let's get into this episode of the podcast. On this episode of the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast, I'm excited to present to you my guest, Dana Peaver. Now, Dana knows all about making difficult decisions, and her life's work has been focused on helping others to make better decisions more easily. She's the creator of The Decision Smith, which is a system and an app, and you can find all the links in the show notes. I really highly encourage you to check this out, especially if you struggle with making decisions. We'll talk a little bit more about how the app works and why it's so critical for us during the interview. I love that Dana lives by the credo to make great decisions and do life fun. And she definitely is someone who has a lot of fun. We talk about one of her most recent endeavors, which was the year of Dana challenge. And it's now been uh, created so that any of us can participate. And it's called the year of you challenge. So there's a lot going on in this interview. I am very excited to bring Dana to the podcast, and she's also going to talk about her brand new book, which launches on July 7th, 2020, The Decision to Purge, The Year the Skeletons Fell Out of the Closet. Let's get into the episode. Hello, everyone. It's Julie Boye here of the Wake Up With Gratitude podcast. I'm very excited to be bringing you another special guest for one of my self-love interviews. So welcome, Dana. Thanks for having me, Julie. So good to see you. Yeah, this is so fun. We're reconnecting. So uh, Dana Peaver is the creator of the Decision Smith system and app. And we met, I mean, it's probably been six or seven years since we first connected. And I remember when you were telling me about the system and the app, and I started learning and understanding what you did. And I was like, this is incredible. And I've just seen your career grow and the number of people you've helped. And then you did this really cool thing called the Year of Dana Challenge for your 50th birthday year. And now you've got a book coming out. I mean, there's so much goodness for us to share with um, my audience today. And I'm just so happy that you reached out and said, you know, can I share some of my stories on your podcast? And that's 
that's really what we're here to do is, you know, I want to hear about your story. Like, how did you become the decision smith? And, and, you know, where did you get the idea for putting a book together? I mean, everybody wants to write a book. So I'm so excited that you're finally launching your book. So I'm going to pass it to you, Dana, if you want to just want to give us a little bit of an intro and kind of a little few steps in your story of kind of how you got to where you are today. Sure, Julie. Thanks so much. And, and um, thank you for, you know, putting that all together because you kind of sometimes forget everything that you're involved in or things that you have on the go. And then for somebody to say it out loud like that, it, it, you know, it, it really kind of puts it all together. You know, about 30 years ago, I was sitting in a psychology class in university um, and I had been presented with um, this huge matrix uh, on decision making. And, you know, I really saw the validity in it sitting there in the classroom. But, I, I, you know, there was pages and pages and spreadsheets and, you know, I was just, my mind was boggled. But, you know, that stuck with me. I went away from that lecture knowing that there was great um, flow and process in what was offered. Uh, but we as human beings who, you know, weren't going to school for psychology, didn't need to know research methodologies and that kind of thing, could still benefit from having some kind of system to make decisions in our lives. So, you know, what that precipitated was a, a 30 year long love affair with decision making. And, you know, here I am 30 years later. Um, I really spent a lot of time figuring out how uh, I could put uh, decision making in a nutshell for the layman, you know, make it really simple, really standardized, but really effective. Uh, so, you know, over the course of, the, like I said, the past, well, it took me about probably about 15 years or so to really develop the process uh, and hone it. And that's when I started sharing it with clients that I was working with. Um, you know, before that, I had been testing it on myself um, and, and yeah. making uh, some great decisions. Um, you know, throughout that time, I met my husband, uh, used the system to decide whether or not we should get married, you know, where we were living, <laughs> what house to buy, what vehicles oh to buy, what, you know, vacations to take, what careers to, um, you know, choose. Just it, it's got so much um, flexibility and adaptability to whatever system um, you need it for. So, you know, I spent all that time working through myself, making great decisions, and then, um, you know, starting to share it with other people. And the response was fabulous. People were like, you know, where has this system been all my life? Um, because it's, it's really foolproof. And I think what I like most about it is the fact that, you know, some people are right-brained, some people are left-brained. What it does is it marries kind of the analytical side or, you know, the people that have a mathematical bent with the people who might, you know, just rely on their, their gut instincts um, or their intuition and that kind of thing. So it's a process that, you know, marries the two for those who don't think they're empathetic enough. It brings that into the fold for them. And oppositely, if, if people don't feel like they're um, you know, doing things from a black and white perspective well enough. It, it really, you know, marries those two. So we've had great success and, and here I am. We launched the app um, a couple years ago, uh, The Decision Smith, and it's available in, in um, you know, iTunes and Google. And that's had great response. Um, you know, people come to me all the time saying, you know, where has this been all my life? We need to be teaching this in schools. Kids mm. need to know this. So it's really, it's really energizing. That's amazing. I just want to highlight one part of your story that I think is very powerful. It was one moment in one class 
that you were supposed to something that just really sparked an idea that really affected the course of your life in a pretty dramatic way. Uh, and I, I think that that power of one moment to shift your life in one direction or another is something we sometimes overlook. But when we look back at the story, we're like, no, it was that one thing that happened there that led to kind of where we are today. And I invite our listeners to kind of think back a little bit about, you know, where am I today? You know, it was probably one or two little things that just set us on our course. And maybe having something like the decision smith uh, might help somebody to get to that next point in their life where it's like, this is the defining moment. Sure. Choosing a career, choosing right? a husband. Yeah. <laughs> what it is, I mean, that's a cool thing is like your, your exposure to this decision tree and all this complicated stuff, you created something that's so much easier to work with, but is so valuable because it's sometimes the one decision that, that makes, and it's like you said, it's not about putting all the weight in that one decision, but it's like the ability to use your strategy and your system to be able to make a decision that's aligned with who you are, whether you're a left brain or right brain, however you think that alignment. So I'm excited. I'm definitely, we're going to put links to make sure people can download the app, whether they're on Android or uh, iPhone, whatever is best for them. And then you also, do you talk about it on your, I'm just guessing on your website as well? Yes, absolutely. Cool. So we can go into more detail for that, uh, which is fantastic. But I, I want to talk about a couple other fun things too before we get to the book, which I know everyone's waiting to hear about the book. But before we get to that, I love this idea of self-love and rituals and being kind to ourselves. And I remember watching you share the year of Dana on Facebook. And I thought, first of all, that's a big commitment to commit to something for a year. Absolutely. But second of all, I thought, what a nice way to treat yourself for a big milestone birthday. So did you, like, how did you come up with this? Were you inspired by something? What kind of was the catalyst for you to do this year of Dana? You know, in all fairness, um, you know, I've shared that I'm married. Um, Mike and I have been together 26 years now. Um, my kids are 19 and almost 17. Um, so probably like a lot of lis your listeners, you know, we're moms, we're, we're wives, we're um, busy with careers or, you know, whatever it is that takes up our day. And we really um, don't put ourselves first. You know, I'm sure you can relate to going to the store and, and buying your daughter the brand name running shoes and you're, you know, scrimping on whether or not you should buy yourself a $29.99 top at Winners or something, you know? So we're, we're well, <laughs> maybe not, but anyway. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm nodding in agreement. Uh -huh, okay. Uh -huh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, uh, definitely <laughs> my nine-year-old needs new shoes and she has two brand new pairs and my husband and I both need to replace our shoes. So right. I, I totally get that. Right. So, you know, leading up to my 50th birthday, you know, which, which happened last year, um, you know, my kids are growing, they're self-sufficient, they've got jobs, they're in, you know, post-secondary or whatever. And um, I really found myself with a little bit more time. I think uh, one of the other things, and we talked about me posting a lot of pictures um, of my view now, uh, two years ago, we also made the decision as a family to move from our 4,200 square foot home to a 1600 square foot condo on the water. Um, so, you know, big changes there, but oh my goodness, did it free up my time. Like I couldn't, I couldn't imagine how much free time I would have. So, you know, last year provided me with the, the opportunity in the forum to really 
um, look at what it was that made me happy mm. and maybe things that I'd been, you know, pushing aside uh, that weren't being made priority while I was being the best wife and mom I could be. Um, and I really, you know, in all transparency, I'd put on a little bit of weight. I felt a little frumpy. Um, I'd really, I'd, I'd really gotten to a stage in my life, you know, I was 49 and I thought, you know, I've had a good run. And isn't that sad to hear me say that? I've had a good run. It's maybe kind of time to pass the baton to the next generation. You know, I should just, and I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what, <laughs> what, is, what are you saying? Um, so I, I, I said to myself, all right, I'm only going to turn 50 once. Um, I've got the, the, the medium, the forum, the time. What can I do to make this extraordinary? Because most people who know me know that I'm, you know, I'm not necessarily a, a wallflower, quiet or anything. But um, so for me to go above and beyond, it was going to have to be <laughs> pretty mm. substantial. Yeah. Uh, and I sat back and I, I thought, what could I do for myself? Um, as a gift, really. What What is my 50th birthday present to myself? And so I, I gave it to myself, you know. Uh, I made lists of things that I'd always wanted to do or attempt or, you know, Julie, so simple as, you know, getting my nails done. You know, that was something that the kids were always a priority or, you know, you were running to baseball games or gardening or something. It just didn't fit. So now it fits. Um, so it was really um, impactful for me to take a look at what was important, what made me happy, and make sure that I actioned it, not just talk about it. And I have a list on my phone in my notes of like, there are over a hundred things that I did last year to celebrate wow. hashtag year of Dana. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's amazing. I know. I look at the list now and I'm like, whoa, I forgot about that. It, you know, it was just, it was, it was incredible. It was a great year. And then you've put it together in a way that other people can access it now, right? Because I saw, I didn't know that. I, I was, you know, reading your book and your intro in your book and it's like your view challenge. I'm like, oh, she's put it together in a way that now we can do it. So where do we find that if we're like, this sounds like a really cool idea. And I think you said, I think I read that it's, you start with just five days. Mm -hmm. You do. So you tell do. me more about that. Sure. It's easy. Yearviewchallenge.com. Okay. So, so, you know, as simple yeah. as it sounds. And really, Julie, what, what I really wanted to do with this challenge, um, and, and, and again, you've got to be honest. Um, that's one of the things that if you're ever working with me or involved in anything, I don't, I don't put up with fluff. I don't, you know, I make you go deep to the core. So if that's what you're ready for and prepared, prepared for, this is, this is the right challenge for you. But it's not onerous or hard. They're really simple exercises, but it's really taking stock of, of where you are in your life and where your happiness is currently derived from and, and seeing that, you know, on paper, because I think you can think about it. Um, but when you have to write it down, um, and really, really be honest, uh, because I think you're more honest when you see something in print, mm -hmm. um, it, you know, it's a really, it was, it's a really good reflection as a start of the challenge. And then I walk you through a few things. One of the key and probably most pivotal exercises that we do um, is really to identify what you're tolerating in your life. And I have people who, you know, who are in tears going through that exercise. 
Um, so then, but then we come up the other side and say, okay, you've acknowledged it. What do we do about it? And that kind of really springboards you to, um, you know, making yourself a priority and whether it be a year or a month or even a week, mm. um, the, the opportunity for you to put you, um, on your own pedestal, uh, is priceless. And I can't, I can't express to you what last year was like for me. Well, I'm glad you put it in a way that people can access because the birth of this podcast was actually from something I did for myself, which was 30 days of self-love back in uh, October, November of last year. And I started doing interviews with people to ask them, like, what are you doing for self-love? Because right now I'm not loving myself at all. If things aren't working, I don't feel good about myself. So I wanted to hear from other people what they were doing. And I like that you put it together in a way that's simple, like you said, for five days or 30 days or a year or whatever. I do highly recommend considering at least a month of this kind of work because it's worth it. And even though it, I did it for a month, the, like, the self-love interviews and the work really continues. And we're talking, I mean, it's been almost eight months since I started this work and definitely not the same kind of investment as the year of Dana, but certainly bits of what you shared have rubbed off on the way that I'm treating myself. And I appreciate that because um, many women, especially as we're in this like forties, fifties, you know, age range where kids don't, maybe don't need us as much as before. Maybe we're in a career transition because we've maybe been at home more or now we're coming back to home. Like there's lots of transitions happening. So Absolutely. it's a good time to pay attention to what brings us joy. And that's a big thing. You know, when I sign my books, I say, may your days be filled with love, joy, and gratitude. Like why wouldn't we want to live that way? So I'm excited. I will link to that as well. So it's a good transition, I think, to go into now. You wrote a book. I did. You wrote a book and it's called um, The Decision to Purge. And there's a lot going on inside of this book. I got to see a short preview. I am very excited to read the entire book. Um, can you share just a little bit of a, an overview of what this is about? Cause it's a collection of stories, right? It is, it is. And the, you know, the, the whole title of the book is called the decision to purge the year the skeletons fell out of the closet. Mm. So, you know, that relates to a specific year. Um, and, and the, the book is really a compilation of stories of 15 women that I worked through different um, degrees of decision-making that particular year. And it really, you know, at the end of the year, I I sat back and I um, digested what uh, I'd gone through from a a decision-making process, you know, with these women and felt that the story needed to be told. And mostly just to be able to relate um, to other women and, and, you know, help them see a path forward um, to goodness and to happiness um, and, you know, to maintaining a a life of gratitude, because I think that's really what all of these women have done, um, you know, through the conversations we had and through the decisions that they've made in their lives. Uh, Some of them were really tough decisions, some not so tough, but still impactful and pivotal in their lives. Well, I read a few of the stories or at least parts of the stories in your, you know, your media kit, which was, first of all, there is a warning that the, some of the stories can be very triggering, which 
you know, when we talk about subjects like, like I tend to talk about, you know, my experiences with miscarriage and other types of trauma and my daughter and, you know, the issues that she's been through with anxiety and, you know, um, all the fears and everything. When we talk about these difficult things and in your book, you talk about different types of abuse, like these things can be really triggering for us. And what I noticed almost right away, even from just the short bits that I read, is this gives a woman or potentially a man or of any gender Mm -hmm. uh, a place to go, "Mm, someone else feels like me. And then you bring it to a decision and a change. And that I think is sharing a story by itself is powerful. Then sharing a story of someone who's gone through it and come out the other side I think that's what's really magical about what you've written. Well, I appreciate that. And I think the, the thing I love and I'm so passionate about what I do is, is just that we've got these women who have come out the other side, but I can show you how they did it. You yeah. know, it's, it's like, here you go. Yeah. Here it is, you know, on your phone, you can do it too. Uh, and that's what brings me the most joy, I think. <laughs> I I think that's so powerful too. Like this ability that we are in charge of our decisions. We can make those tough decisions and you've provided us tools to help us through those tough decisions as well as support. I mean, you know, going through really difficult things like this, we need support. And I actually, I meant to ask you a little bit about your year, you know, your year of Dana challenge. Like, did you do it all by yourself? You must've had some support, I'm guessing. (laughs) Well, in all fairness, and my husband may watch this, he hates it when Year of Dana is mentioned just because I was not, I was never home that year. Uh, last year, I, I you know traveled quite extensively. I was you know I made the most of every dinner and coffee and lunch and that kind of thing. Um, my my family was supportive. Um, I think by the you know November and December they were like, okay, is it is the year over? Did yet? you? But did you work also with a a trainer? Like for the gym? I I didn't. You did it all by yourself? I did it all by myself. Um, You you know, uh, yeah. That's amazing. But we we can acknowledge that those of us who need the support can hire a trainer, right? Those of us who need a support to go through trauma and to deal with those emotions can also, while using the system and and the app that you offer and the book, if we need help from a licensed therapist, those things are all important to, to know that like we all need different kinds of support. You couldn't have done that without your family support. There's no way. Like exactly. Would have, would have Friends and, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. There, I did have a lot of support. Um, uh, the gym was, you know, I'd been exposed to a lot of uh, methodologies prior to that right. that led me being able to culminate it and, you know, losing 30 pounds last year. So I'm so proud of you, my friend. That's amazing. You. It was and, fun. You know, I have a lot of conversations with trainers and things about weight and weight loss. And it's like, but that, that was for you. And that was your joy. And you did it for you. You didn't do it because you wanted to, like, you were trying to impress other people. You did it for you. And I think that's a powerful gift. So Dana, you have so much to offer us. You've, I mean, you've created so many beautiful things for us. This book is just about to launch. Uh, what are the details about the book? When is the actual launch date and how do we get it? 
Well, uh, the launch date, I love the dates. I'm, I'm a stickler with numbers and that kind of thing if you haven't figured that out. So it's actually 07-07-2020. So July 7th. So just, uh, you know, not, not far away now. Um, and it's going to be available on Amazon uh, via Kindle to, mm -hmm. to begin with. Uh, and then we'll have the uh, print copy version um, available shortly after that. Awesome. And it's, uh, you're doing global distribution on the Kindle? I am. Oh, great. Am. For English, yes. in English, yes. of course. Yes. That's exciting. <laughs> so we want to make sure that on July 7th, we purchase our Kindle copy, of course, because there's nothing more exciting than launching your book and creating an Amazon bestseller. So I'm excited. I will grab my copy that day as well. Absolutely. And we'll make sure that we, we're going to, so you might be watching this before the book launches because we are recording this a bit in advance. So maybe just throw a quick reminder in your calendar <laughs> um, and follow Dana on social media so that you know, and you don't miss that very special day. So where do we find you on social media? So I just want you to remember the decision Smith. So okay. that's a handle that I have. That's my website. Um, that's Instagram, that's Twitter, um, Facebook, you know, wherever you need to find me. Um, the decision Smith is, we will point you in the right direction. Amazing. And we can also find you on LinkedIn as well. You can, you yeah. can either the decision Smith or Dana Peaver, um, you know, whichever you prefer. Fantastic. And we can't forget, we've got yearviewchallenge.com as well. Absolutely. Great. And I think, so one of the things that I always ask before I wrap up my interviews is, <laughs> this is, um, I'm thinking you'll be able to make this decision easily, but maybe not. I asked <laughs> my guests to share if people could do one thing today, they could change something, they could start doing something or stop doing something that would have a positive impact on their lives. What would that be for you? Wow. That's a great question, Julie. Um, but I really think it's easy for me to answer. Um, and it's going to be around decision-making. Uh, I, I feel like people don't make decisions because they don't know how. So if you could give yourself the gift of acknowledging that there is a process out there that you can utilize and, and learn, it will change your life. Um, people get paralyzed because they don't know where to start with decision-making. Decision so, you know, uh, tackle it. Don't put it off. The weight of not making a decision can, you know, be, uh, affect your health and, and everything. So just next time you have a big decision to make, make sure that you, you know, just, <laughs> just grab the opportunity to make the best decision for you. Mm -hmm. um, and I say it's kind of like riding a bike. Once you learn this system, you know, and you use the app and that kind of thing, your, uh, it, it actually corroborates your intuition, which is, you know, another kind of sub factor of, of one of the benefits. Um, so that over time, because I've had people using the system for 50, 15 years, they don't actually go back to the app anymore. Their intuition is, intuition is so strong right. that they know, you know, they go through the process in their head. So if you can give yourself that, um, you know, changing one thing or changing one thing you do uh, between today and tomorrow, that's what I would recommend. Perfect. And not surprising. But, I, you know, you said something there that I believe you taught me, which is that when you're not making the decision, you're actually making, you're actually making a decision, you're making exactly. the decision to not make a decision. So don't think you're avoiding a decision because you're not making it. Yeah, yeah. You're still making and, a decision. Exactly. It's just and, terrible. Then you're stuck. You're stuck. And yeah. you know, I, I don't want to go back into it too deeply, but if you put that as one of your options in the app, 
it actually scores it for you and tells you how bad not making that decision is. So that's one of the things I love. You know, each, each option that you put through gives you a, a mathematical score and percentage. So if you, you know, if what you're doing right now gives you a negative percentage, like, hello, are you living your best life? Anyway, we can, we could talk uh, about this for hours, Julia. Sure. We could, uh, yeah, we could. But I just wanted to point that out that when we, we forget that, like the act of not making a decision is also a decision. And, and so let's change that. So, and you've Absolutely. provided us with so many tools for that. So Dina, uh, I loved our time together Me and too. I want to quote you because I love your tagline from your book, which is make great decisions and do life fun. What an awesome way to live. Thank you for all the gifts that you shared with us today. It's been such a, a joy and a pleasure to have you on the podcast uh, please, please make sure that you are uh, on your Amazon on July 7th. And by the way, if you're listening to this on July 7th, 2020 has come and gone, guess what? You can still buy the book. <laughs> <laughs> so it's Thank the you. decision to purge the year the skeletons fell out of the closet. Correct. Correctly. That's a mouthful, eh? <laughs> All right. Perfect. Thank you so much, Dina, for being here on the podcast. Thanks so much, Julie. <laughs> My friend, you did it. You made it all the way to the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking around. I would love it if you take the time to subscribe to the podcast so that when new episodes are released, they're automatically downloaded so you can listen to them anywhere you are. It would really mean the world to me if you would give this podcast a five-star review, should you think that I deserve it, on your favorite podcast app. Thank you so much for taking the 30 to 90 seconds to share your rating and give a little review of the podcast. It helps other people to know if they should be listening to this podcast or not. And of course, if you've listened to this far, I know it's made a positive impact in your life. So if it's helped you, do you think you could share it with a friend? Who do you know who could use just a little bit more gratitude and inspiration in their life? And finally, if you're like me and you love talking about gratitude and being grateful and sharing all things related to gratitude, please join our community on Facebook. You can find us under Groups Gratitude Ambassadors, and we'd love to welcome you into our community. Thanks, and we'll see you at the next episode.